And you can uh, take your Bibles and turn to 2 Corinthians and uh, chapter number 5 and verse 10. And uh, maybe these tables will inspire you to say, hey, I can do that about a certain nation and uh, decorate. Uh, you want to sign up over there, okay? There's international dinners Monday. You can't miss that. You're going to be hungry, all right? You're going to be hungry Monday night. Bring a dish. And if it's an ethnic dish, bring a label for it, you know, something super hot or whatever. But um, and it's just great. It's like a, uh, not a, what a smorgasbord, what do you call them, or... Potluck, whatever, yeah. Um, Monday at 6, okay. And um, did you show them all? Wow, okay. No, that's fine. I appreciate that. And um, that's going to be great. Uh, Brooke and Anna already agreed to wearing costumes. Uh, I saw them over there nodding their heads, so they're going to wear costumes. You can wear costumes, too, and dress up like somebody from around the world or or uh, whatever, but uh, missions is just great. It's just a great, great week. Look forward to meeting new people, young couples this year. Praise the Lord for young couples that are uh, heading for the Lord's work. Don't don't forget all these veteran missionaries. They were once young couples. They were once young couples, and people got behind them and supported them and and prayed for them. and, And so... Uh, man, I hope to be here for the whole thing myself. I just love it. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit in the message tonight. I want to finish the message from Sunday morning, which I, I didn't. But uh, And then um, the prayer list, John will be going off to print it pretty soon. So if you got something you need to write down, go back now. Um, here's a trivia question about government. Who's second in line to the presidency? Huh? Second in line. Who's first in line to the president? The vice president. Who's second in line? Okay, who's the speaker of the house? We don't have one. And so they're going to start deliberating next Tuesday. Now's the time to pray, folks. Now's the time to pray. And uh, call your representative and, and just say, hey, I'd sure appreciate it if you would help place a very conservative uh, Speaker of the House. That would be a wonderful thing, wouldn't it? If we could have a very good conservative Speaker of the House, they'll start deliberating next Tuesday. It's only six days away. I know uh, this is one of the highest. We don't get to vote on it. It's it's going to be the House of Representatives that appoints that person. But let us be in, in prayer and maybe call probably Nick Langworthy. He's probably your Representative, unless you're up in Buffalo, then it's Brian Higgins. But uh, uh, be nice of a guy like Jim Jordan or something got to be the next Speaker of the House. That'd be a wonderful thing, wouldn't it? Wow. But uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, we're getting a card for Brother Mark Emke that's going around. Let's be sure we sign that. That's uh, He's been so faithful. And his wife, Linda, down there. And I think one of the shining moments of that church is when they had the property in Kennedy, New York, fall right in their laps, and they gave it away. They gave it away to Brother Mike Herzik and his wife Jody for free. The church, the education building, the gymnasium, and the parsonage. And uh, they were able to plant a church in Kennedy that's doing very well. Ty Warden is a member there. 
And the tie is going to the Arkansas State Fair. He and Larry be the only ones out there. Imagine that. All those people in Arkansas can't get any soul winners there. So, All right. Last Sunday morning, I began to speak on the four T's, the four T's. And uh, it was the introductory message uh, to Stewardship Month. which is October around here. It's also Pastor Appreciation Month, so let's appreciate Pastor uh, Barron. I didn't know that. That's a national thing. I never knew that in my life, but uh, praise the Lord. We'll get him a $1.25 certificate to Dollar Tree. (laughs) Dollar Tree. I think it's $1.25 now to go to Dollar Tree. I heard that. I I don't know if I've ever been in the store, but amen. All right. Well, I'm, I'm increasing it to the five T's. It used to be the three T's. All right? When we talk about stewardship, it used to be the three T's. And it was always, uh, what, your time, your talents, and your treasures. All right? We added one Sunday, your temple. And we're going to add another one tonight. So we changed. I like what we call alliterations. So they'll use Christians and pastors and everything. Alliterations are just... Ways that you can understand truths and, and kind of memorize them. Uh, and as we approach the judgment seat of Christ, notice here it says in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse number uh, 10, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that which he hath done, whether it be good or bad my oh my think of that so by faith you got to believe that verse tonight i do too for every one of us shall stand before the judgment seat of christ that's where your journey is going to end that's where mine's going to end and then there it will be determined by the lord what kind of rewards or what station we'll have in all of eternity in his kingdom this has nothing to do with salvation Uh, This has to do with rewards and inheritance, and so we need to take that seriously. And so, if you can kind of memorize these in an an alliterated way, it may help you remember these things. And so we covered three Sunday morning. Number one, the stewardship of our temple. The stewardship of our temple. And I, I hit on a lot of things Sunday morning about the temple being the body, your body. It says in 1 Corinthians 6, And um, I think it's verse 29, it says, What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? I covered that. And that you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. God owns our bodies. Don't fall for the humanistic lie that your body is your own. You can do with it whatever you please. That's not true. Our bodies belong to God. And so we, we talked about all kinds of things uh, Sunday morning being good stewards with our bodies. Uh, it says uh, the body is not for fornication. It's not for prostitution. In all of those uh, verses leading up to that statement, uh, whether you eat or drink, do all to the glory of God. We talked about abstaining from alcohol, nicotine, drugs. The Bible talks about our hair as men and women. The Bible uh, talks about modesty. And how we need to be modest. It's not our body. We can't just dress like we want to. We have to uh, please the Lord. And he's told us to dress modestly at at all times. And so 
that was number one. We hit on all kinds of things, tattoos and and uh, what it says in Leviticus 19.28, don't get any more tattoos if you've gotten any. And if you've never gotten any, don't get any. And uh, that is forbidden in the law of God to print marks on our bodies. So we went through a whole bunch of that stuff. Number two was the stewardship of our time. The stewardship of our time. And uh, we're told twice to redeem the time. Ephesians 5.16, Colossians 4 and verse number 5. Redeeming the time towards them that are without, towards the lost. Uh, Don't waste time. Try to reach the lost. And redeeming the time towards the Lord and doing God's will. We're we're running out of time. And and, um, Jesus said, the day cometh when no man shall work. John 9 and verse 4. And so he told us, work while it is day. Work while it is day. And we talked about the stewardship of our time and how God has given every one of us 168 hours a week. There's no billionaire on earth that gets more than you do. Uh, There's no educated person on earth that gets more than you do. You can be as good of a steward of your time as anybody. And it's all the same. It's all the same. We get 168 hours in a week. And I want to encourage you to memorize that number, live by it, and don't lie to yourself. All right? A lot of times we lie to ourselves. I don't have time to read the Bible. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to make a visit. I don't have time to go to church for Sunday school. I don't have time to go Wednesday nights or Sunday nights. I don't have to, Well, wait a minute. You got 168 hours in a week. Okay? Let's be good stewards of our time and let's use at least some of our time, in a sanctified way for eternal purposes. And then there was the stewardship of our talents, number three. As First Peter chapter 4 and verse 10 says that, um, <clears throat> let me turn there, I don't have it marked. First Peter chapter 4 and verse 10 was our verse for that Sunday morning. It says this, As every man hath received the gift... Even so, minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So be a good steward of your gift, that is, stewards of our talents. And we talked about ministry gifts in Romans 12, verses 6 through 8. There's seven of them listed. Not going to go through them again. But I want to encourage you to look over those. Everyone has one of them. There's no such thing as a believer in Christ that doesn't have at least one of those ministry gifts to use inside of the local church uh, to edify our brothers and sisters in the Lord in some way. And so, again, uh, be a good steward of gift. Find out what it is. And uh, it tells us in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 23, give account of thy stewardship. And so we're going to give an account of our stewardship of... Uh, those things so far, our temple, what we've done with our body, let's glorify God in our body, as it says right here, uh, and um, our time, and then our talents, our talents, use your, your talent. I've, I've, I've known some very gifted people who were gifted speakers, uh, God had called them even to be preachers, evangelists, missionaries, but they said, no, they're going to do something else with their life. 
And they never used their gift. And I wonder what would have happened if they would have used their gift. How many maybe they could have reached or influenced. Number four is the stewardship of our treasures. The stewardship of our treasures. Turn over to Matthew 6. Matthew chapter number 6. These are well-known words from the Sermon on the Mount. But let's look at them again and see our need to be good stewards of our treasures. In Matthew 6, beginning at verse 19, Jesus said in his sermon, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. (coughs) And so we are to send treasures ahead and lay them up in heaven and not down here on earth. We've got too much stuff. All right, even believers got too much stuff. Uh, We need to start clearing out our stuff and getting ready to leave. And um, because the Lord may come at any time, we, got, we should sell that stuff. Uh, and you can sell your stuff, be a good steward of your treasures, pay off your bills, pay off your mortgage, remember the Lord, remember the Lord's work, remember the missionaries, and uh, be good stewards. And, and, and we're not here to, to see who, who dies with the most stuff. Um, but... Uh, Rather, just uh, what, what can we do for the Lord, and what can we do that is eternal? Now, how do we lay up treasures in heaven? Well, there's a little example here, and I'll read it for you in Romans 15. Romans 15, and verse number uh, 26. Romans 15, verse 26 says, But now I go unto Jerusalem to minister unto the saints. For it hath pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia, amen, Achaia finally got with it, to make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. It hath pleased them verily, and their debtors they are. For if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty (coughs) is also to minister unto them in carnal things. When therefore I have performed this and have sealed to them this fruit. That's quite a statement right there. And sealed to them this fruit. I will come to you again in Spain. Now, what's the background here? Macedonia and Achaia were two huge regions. They're size of Georgia, size of Pennsylvania. Some great churches in those regions like the Philippian uh, Philippian Church, Berean Church, Thessalonican Church. Some of them were struggling uh, like the Corinthian Church and everything. But a lot of good churches were planted there by the poor saints in Jerusalem. And so those people in Macedonia and Achaia got saved. And then they heard that the saints back in Jerusalem who at at great sacrifice and persecution planted the churches that reached their souls, that they were taking up an offering for those back in Jerusalem. And they said, Paul said to them, wait a minute, 
Do you understand? You wouldn't even be saved if they hadn't come to Macedonia and Achaia. And so the people in Macedonia and Achaia said, you know something? We owe them. We owe them. And so they took up a collection because they were pretty well-to-do. I mean, especially in Corinth, they were well-to-do people. And they said, you know, if those people in Jerusalem hadn't sent missionaries to us, we'd be on our way to hell. And we owe it to try to help them. And so they took up a collection and they gave it to Paul. And they said, Paul, when you go back to Jerusalem, you give this to them. And Paul said, I'm going to do that. And when I go back to Jerusalem and give that to them, I'm going to seal for you this fruit. See, that's how you lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. By giving. By giving, not by laying up treasures on earth and and then dying and leave it. And some people don't even have wills. Uh, to, to leave it to God's work or a missionary or evangelist or something. They just, just got it stacked and stacked and stacked. And, 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 and we need to just bail out. And love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Just carry your bags lightly, they used to say in the army. Carry your bags lightly because you could move at any time. Sometimes three days notice. Three days notice. You get orders to move. And boy, I used to watch guys who stored up all kinds of stuff. And man, they would just sell it away for pennies on the dollar just to get something from it. One guy was trying to sell me a 57 Chevy one time. He said, I got I to gotta leave in three days. I got this 57 Chevy. I don't know what to do. And I, man, I should have grabbed it. I didn't know what I was thinking back then. But, but that's how it is. We should, we should really... Pack our bags lightly and, and just find ways. And, and, and we, we have afforded uh, our church a way because we're very well-to-do in America to help the poor, and that is through our missions giving. And uh, so year after year after year, you see the Faith Promise missions giving card. And it says on the back, in dependence upon God, I will endeavor to give each week for one year or each month, whichever you choose, to the missions outreach of the Faith Bible Baptist Church, the amount promised. And I believe that, that when we send that money out to these missionaries, we seal to your account that fruit. That fruit, we seal that to your account. And we lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. And it has been a joy, one of the joys of the ministry is to see the stewardship of our church increase yearly, to see people's faith increase yearly as they, they give to the Lord uh, to, to missions. And uh, God lays on their hearts some amount. And it says in 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 7 that you've got to think this through. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth. A cheerful giver. And uh, so I want to encourage you to coach your children, coach your teenagers, (coughs) if you're a young adult, if you're a married couple, if you're a senior citizen, to ask God to lay on your heart something to give to to, uh, missions. And uh, put it in the offering basket this month. 
Uh, and, and then what is accumulated, I'm not in charge of this anymore, but we then take the amount and uh, we look at it and we say, you know, by faith people said they're going to give it, so by faith we're going to send it out and we're going to take on more missionaries. And that's why our church has 163 missionaries we're supporting now, the most ever in our history, the most amount ever in our history, because it's just people's faith, people who get involved in this. If you've never been involved in this, you don't understand what I'm going to say. But people who are involved in this see God provide. And their faith grows. And then the next year they say, I think I'm going to give more. And as those that were in Achaia were challenged by Paul, he said that they should be forward a year ago. That's what his words were. Be forward a year ago in your your giving. And that has been the experience of so many people. And so we're praying. We're praying this year that 70 cards will come in this month of October. And that the amount would be about $350,000, which is our most ever that we'll give. And we, we don't keep a dime of this. We just, we just try to send it out. And the funny thing is, we keep taking on missionaries, and we keep having more in the account. It's an amazing thing to watch. And we're looking forward to these six missionaries coming through uh, here uh, next week and, and hoping we can say to these young couples, we're behind you. We're behind you. And boy, that's a blessing to them. That's a blessing to them. In the book of Philippians, chapter number four, and uh, you know this uh, text here because we read it every year, but I'll just, I'll just be brief here and probably touch on it later in the month. But uh, Philippians chapter four is one of the greatest. Uh, it, it's kind of a model that we have followed for 2,000 years since Paul wrote this. Paul was a missionary. <coughs> And he said in uh, 4.14, Notwithstanding, you have well done that you did communicate with my affliction. Now, you Philippians know that in the beginning of the gospel, understand when we talk about missions, that's synonymous with the gospel. These people are going to tell the greatest story that ever can be told about Jesus and his love. And there is nothing dearer to the heart of God When somebody tells another person about the story of his son, Jesus Christ, and what his son, Jesus Christ, did for them. There's nothing dear in the heart of God. And if you get interested in what God is interested in, God will get interested in you. And I'm telling you, I've seen this in my life. My wife's seen this in her life. We've been doing this over 30-something years. And we're looking forward to given our greatest amount this year to, to missions by faith. And uh, we, 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 we couldn't imagine our lives without it. Because where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And uh, so we're helping them. He says, but in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. You see that? He said, as I was going out with Silas and Timothy and those guys and Barnabas, there wasn't another church anywhere that sent once and again. Uh, in verse 10, it says, or verse 16, for even in Thessalonica you sent once and again unto my necessity. 
He says, not because I desire a gift, but here it is, verse 17. This is point number four tonight. The stewardship of our treasures. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. God is an accountant. God's an accountant. He's he's watching out who even gives out a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple to somebody. Yeah, he he sees that. He sees that. Okay? And um, he's an accountant. He's writing all the time. And so I want to encourage you to just, just get a hold of that thing personally in your own life by faith and say, you know, I'm not going to live for this world. I'm going to lay up treasures in heaven. When I was in Korea, I've told this story ten times probably, but when I was in Korea in the army, they had this catalog called the Athes Catalog. And military men and women could buy stuff in the Athes Catalog real cheap. Real cheap. I'm talking about stereo equipment, cameras, telescopes, all kinds of stuff I was interested in at that time. So I would send them, I'd write them out checks and send them, and they, you know what they would do? They, I, I, when you had to put an address where you wanted to send. I sent it to my house, where my dad, my dad's farm. I couldn't carry it around with me, you know, so I sent it, my, sent it home. Did you hear me? I sent it home. I invested and I sent it home. And what a day that was, the first day I was home from the army. And I went up in my bedroom, and there were just boxes everywhere, my stuff. (laughs) Boy, some people are going to get to heaven, they're going to see my stuff. My stuff. I sent it home. I didn't enjoy it in Korea, but I sent it home. And when I got home, I enjoyed it. Now I got rid of it all. This is all world stuff, but it's an illustration, though. Of, it's an illustration. Okay, it's an illustration. I want to encourage you to send stuff home. As he says, not that I desire a gift. The missionaries, these, these people aren't in it. Come on, if they were in it for the money, they'd do something else. Some guy like Justin Dye is so talented, he could do anything on this, in this country. I can't imagine how much money he could make if he stayed in America with the talents he has. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Paul believed this. Paul believed this. And then last of all, steward of our travelers. This is something new. I'm making this stuff up. Turn to 3 John, 3 John, the stewardship of our travelers. What? Stewardship of our temple, that's your body. <coughs> stewardship of your time, 168 hours this week. Do some, do some eternal stuff. All right, do some eternal stuff. Stewardship of your talents. You, some of you are gifted. You can work with little babies. You can cook meals. You can... Whatever I talked about, Glenn and Janet Ellis Sunday morning. Remember them? They, 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 they're snowbirds. They go down in their RV down south every winter. But what do they do? They go to Christian colleges, Christian camps, Christian churches. They work on buildings. They paint. They build things. They fix things up. They never charge any money. He's a locksmith. 
He does locksmith work. They use their talents. They use their gifts for the Lord. They've been doing that for year after year after year. You have a gift. And somehow, somehow it can be used for the Lord. Third John 5 through 8, we'll close with this tonight. The stewardship of our travelers, and this is where I want to just bring this home for this Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Notice what it says. Beloved, Third John verse 5, Thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers, which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou bring forward on their journey, After a godly sort, thou shalt do well. Why? Because that for his name's sake, they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles, that means the lost. We therefore ought to receive such, that we might be fellow helpers, to the truth. Let's be good stewards of our travelers that come through here all the time. All the time. They never stop. Sometimes they pop in. We had an evangelist. Was that guy, 22 years old, um, Henry. Andrew Henry? 22 and his wife. 22-year-old evangelist. I never heard of such a thing. Praise God. They came through a couple months ago. On the back of our faith promise, there's verse 8 right there. We therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. You see, you and I are fellow helpers to the truth when we help these people who are passing through, who are on their journey for what? For his name's sake. For his name. If that's not describing missionaries, what in the world is it talking about? What's it talking about? And you and I need to be stewards of our travelers. They're coming through. we got six of them <coughs> this Sunday. <clears throat> Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, one, two, three. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, four, five, six. Six families. We've never had six. All young couples. Some of them don't even have kids yet. They're newlyweds. They're going to different places, Scotland, Montana, I forgot where all, but uh, we ought to love them. Where? I'm sorry? Argentina, okay. Amen. Man, if I was a young couple going on deputation, I'd be shivering in my boots. It's kind of like you're under a microscope every time you go to a church. It shouldn't be that way. We need to just tell them we love you. We're for you. We're going to do whatever we can help and just, just make this the, their experience at Faith Bible Baptist Church the best they've ever had on deputation. You know, one of the things Pastor Lewis, you know, when his kids started timing themselves out of the Philippines, 18, you know where he sent them back to? Our church. Why? He said, we just kind of fell in love with your church when we were on deputation. 
and then we hired Elaine as one of our secretaries. Gideon came here for a while, and then Victoria. And, of course, then <coughs> through that, he ended up becoming pastor of Hilltop. That was nice. But these, uh, these people coming through here, listen, with this, this text here tells us, don't, don't let them stand up there by their tables all alone. Just go up to them and just say, my name's so-and-so. I just want you to know, I, I think you're the greatest. I just appreciate young couples. And, you know, personally, I, even if they fizzle out and burn out and don't last one term, at least they tried. At least they tried. I wouldn't try. My wife and I talked about this a hundred times. God never called us to be missionaries. We don't think we could be, could have been. They're special people. They're special people. And they are the glory of Christ and the messengers of the churches. That's what they are. What an office they have. And all these veteran missionaries that we honor, as I said earlier, don't forget, they were once young couples like this. What potential there's going to be here next week for God. And they're going to go and win souls. Reach people. Out. I'm going to add one more verse. I said I wouldn't, but then we'll pray. Yeah, Matthew ten forty one. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. I don't know what that means, but if Jesus said it, it's true. And then he goes on to say this, And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. I don't know what that means, but it means something because Jesus said it. Jesus said it. So I want to encourage you to just... I think this little alliteration tonight will help us prepare for the inevitable, the day of judgment. Be good stewards of your temple, your body. Be good stewards of your time. Oh, there's so many time wasters today, isn't there? My, oh, my, you've got to really fight against that. Be good stewards of your talents. <coughs> yes, <coughs> your gift is needed. Be good stewards of your treasures. Give tithes to the Lord. My wife and I, I remember we got married. We, we, we decided to tithe before we ever got married. And we just decided, you know, if we have to go without, and, and it, it, if it seems, there were times where it seemed like tithing wasn't working. Did you ever have those seasons? Where you start to say, this doesn't work. But we, we, we're gonna, we were never going to rob from God. We were going to be consistent. We were going to be faithful. And God has blessed that. And we started giving to missions and never missed. Never missed. No matter how hard it was, we never missed. And God has blessed that. And so, be good steward of your treasures and be good steward of these travelers. You know, maybe slipped on my green handshake. Don't forget the wives, too. And some of you got a lot of money. Go get some $20 bills before you come. And, and uh, Give, give them something. Get some $50 bills. Give them $100 bills. Give them a heart attack. And uh, gas cards, you know. 
restaurant cards, all kinds of stuff we can do to show our love and be good stewards of these that are passing through. I'd like us to take our hymn books, and Brother Kyle may come. And uh, <coughs> I know finances scares some people, especially in these days of inflation. Have you noticed inflation, or is it just me? I was going to be a hero a couple weeks ago. I was making a visit up in Hamburg one night by myself, and I had to, then I was going to go home. I was going to be a hero. I was going to get my wife a cheeseburger. <laughs> and so I decided, you know, I don't, uh, I don't eat cheeseburgers, but I'm get, going to get me one. So I went to a fast food joint up here in Hamburg. And I got the receipt in my desk at home. All right. I'm going to get two cheeseburger singles. You know what a single is? All right. Not doubles or triples. Two single cheeseburgers and a chocolate shake. I'm going to be a full-blown hero when I get home. 1858. 1858. I'm looking at the receipt like, because I'm, I'm still in the past. You know me. I'm like, what? This, is, this can't be real. 1858, two single cheeseburgers and a Frosty. Okay? Wow. Inflation. But I love this song. In one way or another, page 788, the Lord will provide. Don't you worry about it, you young people. God's greater than recessions, he's greater than depressions, he's greater than inflation. Some of us older people have been through all this, and we've seen God's greater. It's not the time to panic, all right? It's time to plan, work your plan, have a financial plan. So let's stand together and sing this.